0: Welcome to the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast, where entrepreneurs can come to be educated, enlightened, and empowered for success in their business pursuits. Welcome to another episode of the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast. We are so glad you're here and have joined us today Hey, before we start, if you haven't already, please make sure you go and review the podcast and so we can get the word out and make sure that we're sharing some of this goodness, the inspiration and the tools and the strategies for you to grow your business along your journey. Today, we have another great episode of This Is Their Story and the we are gonna be joined by Tiffany Patland, and you are gonna wanna tune into this session, trust me. Tiffany brings such heart and soul to all that she does. And she has a passion and a deep empathy to helping others heal and rise to their full potential through internal healing of the body, mind and soul. Passion is at the foundation of everything that she does. And I'm sure as you listen, you will agree that Tiffany truly brings love, compassion and passion to her work. She's a best-selling author of the book, Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, which is an inspirational memoir that she shares Her story, her own story of hardship, healing and transformation. So make sure you check that out on Amazon. She's also an inspirational speaker, a personal transformation guide. She is a serial entrepreneur of, um, Uh, Cosmic Sweets is one of her businesses where she offers nutritious and delicious snacks. She also has partnered with a naturopathic practice to create specialized meal plans for cancer patients. I love that you're giving back in that way. And she's the owner of Herbal Potions, offering herbal and spiritual products to help guide you in your healing journey journey. Tiffany, you're truly a wealth of knowledge and bring so much love and experience to the table. So welcome to the podcast. We are so glad you're here.
1: I thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to just be here and share my message with all of your listeners today. Yes, it'll be great. And so, yes,
0: all of you listeners, you're going to get some great golden nuggets out of this episode. I just know it. So let's dive in, Tiffany. I want to start off with give us, you know, like kind of the three to five minute version of your journey and how you arrived to where you're at today and what you're doing.
1: Sure. Well, I am someone who has overcome a life of mental, physical, sexual, and substance abuse. And, you know, many of us don't even realize that we have experienced some type of abuse or trauma in our lives. Um, There's a statistic that one in five adults live with a mental illness. So that just speaks to that. Um, I love to share with people about what to do um, to identify areas in their past. Because like me, you know, I was born and raised in an environment where um, mental illness was present, undiagnosed, but with everything I know now, I can see it clear as day. Um, You know, the stress, the anxiety disorder, the, um, the trauma, which, you know, if you're a parent and you experience any type of abuse or trauma in your life and you do not heal that, your children will naturally inherit that. And I had started inheriting that. And I did not realize that until I actually started writing my book, Uh, So I did not develop the power of my voice. Affection was not really something that was given as much as I needed it to be. Um, I was criticized a lot, put down a lot. Um, There was some physical abuse. Um, I know that there's like um, a line where people, parents, you know, it's like the old school way of disciplining your children by hitting them. But one thing that I talk about in my book is that if you have any, you know, trauma or abuse in your past and you reach that point, you you tend to not necessarily discipline your child, you're actually physically abusing them. And that's something that I experienced. Um, you know, and, and I've also experienced, I, by the time I was 14 years old, I had already experienced with drugs and alcohol. I had already been incestuously raped by three different cousins. I had been homeless. I had a sexual relationship with my school-age boyfriend and um, a, 32, a, a relationship with a 32-year-old man. Um, things that I should not have been doing and experiencing at 14 and younger. Um, I had started cutting myself by the time I was 11. I one of the times my mother had kicked me out, uh, which she did often because I feel like she just didn't know what to do with me. And um, is I had to, she kicked me out in the cold, so I had to find solace in a jacuzzi, the community jacuzzi, to keep warm. I would um, wear my bikini underneath my clothes as bra and underwear, you know, just prepare for something like that to happen. And there's another statistic that chronic mental illness starts before the age of 14. And just by hearing, you know, a fraction of what I've experienced in my life, you can see how that statistic holds true. And I'm not the only one in this world that has experienced things like I have. Maybe it's not the degree I have, or maybe even more. But I, I think that's something very important that people need to hear because people have told me this when they've heard my story that, oh, my past is nothing like yours. And it's like, I don't want people to minimize what they've experienced because trauma is trauma. It's traumatic for us. And it doesn't matter other people's journey. You know, what matters is your journey. It's unique to you. You know, no two people in this world, past or present have the same fingerprints. We're that unique. So just like our trauma is unique, we are unique. And so is our healing. That's why in my healing journey, what I experienced is, you know, I thought I was living the life, you know, I had all this abuse, all these nasty experiences, which I talk in, about in my book. But then I reached a moment of my life where, you know, I find myself in Utah. I'm married, three kids. You know, we just bought our first house, totally living the American dream, right? But then there came a moment where I felt so weighed down by depression. And I'm like, why is this happening? Like, I've, haven't I done, experienced enough? Haven't I gone through enough in my life? And so I was just like, I'm just going to give up. I don't care anymore. I just don't care. I don't have enough in me anymore. I just can't do it. So I found myself laying in bed. And then my little one comes and says, and asks, why is mommy laying in bed? And I'm telling you, I know God used my child to say those words because they struck me like you wouldn't believe. You know, as mothers, our children mean so much to us. So when he said that to me, I just, it was like a slap in the face. And I realized, I cannot do this to my kids. I cannot do what my mother did to me. My children deserve to have a healthy-minded mother. I didn't know what to do, though. Like, I was clueless. I just knew that I needed to be better than what I was. I needed to heal. And because I didn't know what that looked like, I decided to just go on this quest, you know, for, to research. And that's when I found those three words stuck out to me mind, body, and soul. And I said, okay, every single day, I'm going to do something to care for my mental, physical, and spiritual health. And when I started doing that, what I noticed were I started experiencing healing and happiness in all areas of my life. And it's been the most beautiful experience that I have ever had. I am in such a good place right now. And I am now able to use my past pain for a purpose. And I know a lot of us, you know, ask that question, um, believers and non-believers alike, you know, if there's a God or why would God allow all these horrible things to happen to people? I asked myself those questions. I never understood it. But then I realized that if I had not gone through everything that I experienced, I would not be able to understand what other people are going through. I would not be able to share this empowering message with you today. So I needed to go through that stuff in order to understand, you know, what it's like. And, you know, I believe, you know, I was given that survival spirit to just keep going, even though I didn't know what to do. I figured it out. You know, I researched, I learned, I applied, and I truly experienced healing and happiness in all areas of my life. And then I realized we all can do this we can all, you know, discover that path to healing and happiness. You know, you can become a better parent, you can become a better friend, a leader, a better person in this world, and you can create positive generational impacts for years to come.
0: That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I, you know, a couple of takeaways I took from that is that, yeah, we all have, and I say this often, we all have our own path, we all have our own journey. And it comes down to that experience that we need to be able to truly, you know, raise up and kind of speak out to be the motivation for other people. So thank you for sharing that. You know, one thing um, I love that you said is that, you know, all you researched, you learned, and then you applied. And I, you know, I was actually listening to a TEDx talk on my way home um, from the office yesterday. And one of the st- statistics that he had said was that, you know, the average person reads one book a year. And it was really this idea of, you know, as entrepreneurs and successful people, we have to do more than that, right? And we have, there's ways that we can find time in our day to do that. And he he simply said that if you would read 10 minutes a day every day. You could read one book a month, which is over 10Xing what the average person does, right? And and I love that. And and I I actually took that into account, you know, years ago when I started listen listening to my audiobooks when I could when I was driving or whatever. And that to me, I love that, you know, we can listen and we can learn, but I think the key to what you said, is applying it and figuring out how to apply it in your life. And doing that, I think really unlocks, like you said, unlocks the ability for us to rise above whatever it is where we're at, where we find ourselves at. So that is great wisdom. Thank you. So, okay. So you've kind of gone on this journey. You've had amazing, you know, experiences, highs and lows, it sounds like, and really found a way to heal from that. So from that, what made you want to write the book?
1: Well, I had always said, you know, back in the day, like 20 plus years ago, I remember telling my best friend, Jessica, that, you know, I've gone through so much crap in my life, I should just put it in a book, it would be entertaining, you know, but, um, coming into this other space, I started to realize, and I didn't even know that this was going to happen. I really believe that this was God-led because as I started healing mentally and researching and learning and applying, I started to learn about rituals to release my trauma. And as I started releasing that, I started to purge and shed all those things that did not serve me, those suppressed emotions. And I started to Feel different. I felt more confident. I felt more daring. I felt more, you know, eager to do things. Um, whereas before with, you know, debilitating anxiety disorder, you're scared of everything. You're afraid of everything. You don't want to do anything. You will come up with any excuse you can to not do things. And with my Cosmic Sweets business, I was actively, you know, growing it. And there was a, an entrepreneur conference that I wanted to go to, but it happened to be in Utah up north. It was snowing and I had to go by myself. Normally, there's no way in the world I would have done that. But because even just the little bit of healing that I experienced, I decided to go to this event. And so it was all about my cosmic sweets business. I'm selling my sweets and snacks, you know, and doing all the things. And all of a sudden, I see this woman in the bathroom. And I normally, again, don't just strike up conversations with strangers. I do now. I'm a totally a social butterfly, but I, that was not me before because I was wearing, you know, my, my abuse is my identity. And so, um, got to talking, found out she was a book coach. And the next thing, you know, her and I, I'm in her program. She created a way for me when there was no way. And I found myself writing my book and I truly believe it's part of my healing journey because When you write a book, a teaching memoir like I did, I really wanted to talk about everything in chronological order. And I thought, I genuinely thought that my abuse started when I was 12 years old, the first time that I was incestuously raped by my 23-year-old cousin. But in actuality, it started a lot sooner. And that's when I realized the power in just simply doing a healing method, which is where you create a timeline of your life. And I'm actually currently um, building this out for people to have as a free gift when they um, go to my website. So look out for that. Um, And it's just really great because it allows you to take a step back and think about your past. I know a lot of people are scared to do that, but I encourage you not to be because that's where all the answers are. You know, it's the reason why you are the way that you are today. Like um, I remember I, I was so uncomfortable walking out of the house with makeup. Where did I get that from? My mother was like that. I'm not like that anymore. You know, it's just little tiny things like that you never think about. So revisiting your past is actually really, really good because you find all those answers that help you understand who you are today. Um, So I just really wanted to put so much information in my book about the things, the tools that I've used because I really wanted to share this with the world. You know, after everything I experienced, and being in the space that I am today, I want everyone to have this. Everyone can have this. But I think a lot of people, just like me, we were never taught, you know, how to tap in to our healing power. And we all have it. If you're a human being, you have healing power. You know, we are all physical beings having a spiritual experience. And um, we are very disconnected from the world. We're stressed out, we're bogged down, we're this, we're that. And we were never meant to live that way. And so I've been learning that it's really all about going back to the basics, taking care of you. And so that's that's what I, why I wanted to write this book, not only to share where I've come from, because I felt that was important to inspire other people. It's like, look, my past is not pretty, but you know what? Look what I did with it. You can do something just as amazing too. Whatever your journey is, it's that way for a reason. You know, you're experiencing things and and learning things. and It's all a part of your journey and you have a purpose in this world. Um, And that's what I found. I found my purpose, you know, just by going through my healing journey. I truly believe that I am God's faithful, empowering vessel for the world. He wants me to use my pain for a purpose to help all those people that are out there hurting. And my book is just one of the ways to do that.
0: Oh my gosh. That is so powerful. The idea, you know, I grew up in this, you know, kind of that transformational generation, right. Where my parents were baby boomers and then we have the millennials. And so I grew up in that mentality that you don't talk about your feelings. You don't talk about the things that no one wants to talk about, right. You just shove it under a rug, keep it quiet, and work hard and move on, right? So I love that you are bringing that out, that it is so important because I've done the same thing and really kind of just worked through my um, raising up as a child that you've got to bring those up and you have to not only bring them up because most people don't even wanna bring them up because it's just, you know, it resurfaces so many different things, right? But you have to be able to release them and realize that it's not you and forgive yourself. So I love that you're speaking up and, and teaching people how to do that. Um, so for sure, if anybody listening has, well, everybody that's listening, right, has some some version of something that they need to let go of or something that they need to accept in their past, right, and and learn from and grow from and, and move on from and and you're right. Each one of us have a, our own life experiences that have made us who we are today, but that does not define us. It only can help us become a better version of who we are and become who God has,
1: you know, envisioned us to be. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. And with what you said about emotions, something very important that I learned is that, you know, when we experience a painful or traumatic event, you know, we, we naturally with life and stress and busyness, we, like you said, we shove it inside, you know, and that's one of the things that bothers me the most is that how our men of the world were taught that a crying is a weakness, honoring your emotions is a weakness, and it's not, it's actually hurtful to bottle your emotions inside because they become stored within our subconscious. That's where our identity is. So the person you become, your thoughts, your speech, what you resonate with when you listen, what you listen to with music, the movies, um, the people you surround yourself with, your habits, you name it, it all comes from that place of pain. So I'll just give you an example. Like for me, you have an idea of what I've gone through and I dealt with it in the only way I knew how and what I was taught in my past. I see my parents constantly drinking. I became a very promiscuous drunk and that was my identity. And I actually did a video just yesterday live on my Facebook to share with people that the friends that knew me back then, they don't know who I am because they knew a version of me that wore my abuse as my identity. And many of us are doing that. And I truly believe that those that have, that carry those labels of mental illness are the ones that are wearing their identity, Um, their abuse is their identity, their trauma is their identity. And again, no shame for not knowing any better because that was me my entire life. You know, I just simply did not know these things. That's why I'm speaking out because I just want to share with you guys that there is an opportunity for you to heal. You do not have to wear your abuse or your trauma as your identity. And um, once you use these tools, you know, and you find a tool that resonates with you as a unique individual and you start releasing those emotions, that's when you start to rise. The more you let go, the higher you rise. Oh, that is so
0: awesome. I love that. So Tiffany, as you work with people and kind of walking them through this journey, have you found a a correlation of how this healing process helps
1: them in business as entrepreneurs? Do you see a connection there? Big time, because... When you heal, you really do experience healing and happiness in all areas of your life. Because as you heal, if you have anxiety disorder, that that affects you. It affects you from speaking out. It affects you from doing things. That very well can affect you in business. Um, How you interact with other people, that affects you. If you're somebody who's depressed, I mean, you know, it's it's very hard to do anything. You just feel very heavy. It's your appearance. It's how you show up, you know? So if you're somebody that... um, for example, that works in business. And in order to get out there, you need to do live videos. Some people who have anxiety disorder, they're like, heck no, never in a million years would I do that. But if you were to go through your healing to discover the root cause of where that's stemming from and you can shed that, it like frees you up to be who you were meant to be, to show up who you were meant to be. I didn't even have my face on my Facebook profile page. It's Facebook. (laughs) But I was hiding. I would hide out. And now being in the position that I am, I need to show up everywhere, like doing podcast interviews like this. Yeah, right. I would, I never would have seen myself doing stuff like this. I'm on the path to, um, be an upcoming TEDx speaker myself, never in a million years would I think that I would be able to do something like that, but it's just, it just goes to show you what healing can do. It just lifts you up. And and if you're somebody that's working in a position where you just hate going to work every day, there's something to that. Why do you feel that you need to be stuck in a job like that? You don't. You can make your life exactly the way that you want it to be. I know you might not be able to see that right now. And a lot of times that's because we are blinded by our abuse, by our trauma, by those symptoms of mental illness. So when you heal, you truly, truly, truly experience healing and happiness happiness in all areas of your life.
0: So what I'm hearing you say is there's really this, you know, in the trauma before the healing, there's really this hiding behind kind of what you've experienced. And when you can heal from that, it's really coming out from that and being comfortable and confident to really just
1: show yourself and show the world who you are and who you've become. Exactly. And that's what I've experienced. Other people have experienced, you know, it might not be the same. Maybe you're not meant to be a TEDx speaker. Maybe you're not to have you know, podcast interviews. Maybe you're meant to be the world's best mom who brings in 10 children into the world and they are, you know, likes of the world and they help other people. Like, don't minimize being a mother. I feel like a lot of women do that. And you know what? A mother, being a mom is the most amazing thing in the world. Maybe you're meant to be, you know, the best, you know, I don't know, contractor. You know, you get, you build people's dream houses, you know, like you never know. And again, we're all unique. So you got to just discover what that is for you. And the only way to do that is by purging, just purge and get rid of all of that stuff that no longer serves you. So you can rise up into the person that you were designed to be.
0: Oh, I can only imagine the wonderful people that touch your lives, that they're definitely, definitely blessed by that. So, okay, so here's my next question. This is a question we usually ask, uh, ask all of our listeners I think I feel like it might be a little bit of a loaded question for you <laughs> but <laughs> in your journey is there anything that you would have changed knowing what you know now before you started
1: that question I used to I used to do that I used to look back and say oh I wish this oh I wish that this that and the other but then I realized my life is exactly The way it was meant to be. But if, if like I was given a wand to actually go back in time and do something, and I see, I can't even really say that because I'll I'll just share an experience that I had was I was raped um, and impregnated three different times. And I opted for abortions, which has been one of the most hardest things I have ever had to forgive myself for, because I was not aware of the procedure. I didn't know anything. I didn't know any better. I just didn't know. Nobody told me or taught me anything. All I knew was, if you're pregnant, you can get an abortion and you'll no longer be pregnant. And I thought at the time it was the right thing to do. My parents were not there guiding me. Nobody was around that was healthy minded to guide me. And, you know, I have had those moments where it's like knowing what I know now, I would never have gone through that. And my life would have been drastically different. But then again, I feel like perhaps, again, I go back to that. My life was exactly the way that it was meant to be. Um, And I use that experience, same thing. I use that pain, painful experience for a purpose. And I talk in detail about um, what happens in an abortion, because I feel like, It's not fair that women don't know, like I did not know. And so that's a way that I'm wronging my right, my writing, my wrongs, if you will, in a sense, is by speaking out about that. And it's something that I feel very passionate about um, because I love babies. I love children. And now that I'm stronger in my faith, you know, God tells us thou shall not kill, you know, and he doesn't put an age to it. He doesn't say if it's a day old or this or that, he does not specify. He says thou shall not kill. And I take that very, very seriously. But again, to the the, the main point to answer your question is, you know what, I wouldn't change anything because my life is exactly the way that it was meant to be.
0: Thank you for being willing to share that and being so warm. I'm going to get emotional just (laughs) talking, but no, I truly appreciate your willingness to be vulnerable and share that very powerful. Thank you. I know we're running short on time and I feel like you and I could talk all day, Um, but I truly thank you, Tiffany, for coming on here, sharing your heart and soul with us and just helping people realize that we are not all perfect, but we are perfectly who we need to be. And that and knowing that is such a powerful thing to know of ourselves. And so thank you for being that voice for those people that need to make that change truly appreciate you being on here and sharing your heart with us
1: um thank you for joining us Tiffany thank you so much and yeah I'm here for you I'm I'm on a godly mission to heal the world oh
0: beautiful mission and I'm sure you are going to help so many so Tiffany for those that are listening today where can people find you and find the help
1: in their healing journey Uh, The best place to reach me is at tiffanypetland.com. I have a business profile where you can see and learn about all the ways that I help people heal mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you. And we'll make sure that is in the show notes
0: for all our listeners. And again, thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the podcast. We hope that you found value in it and appreciate your time in joining us. Listen, if you want to find out more about us, join us on our website, proscenic.com, or simply connect with us on Instagram or Facebook. Interact with us and ask any questions that you have along the way. If you want to receive advice to assist you on your journey, or simply just lock hands with us as we help to give you the tools to help you grow in your business and your profit. Until next time, we wish you all the success possible in your entrepreneurial journey.